welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm your host, my name is Kirk, and my co-host... Graham K. Hello, everybody. Boom. It's been a couple weeks, we are back. It has. Um, Peter, my brother, is doing okay. He, you, I realized that last time we were on this podcast, we were like, he might get a job. He had a job interview, and we What's called... What's the update? Um... Update, he did not get the job. Son of a gun. Did not get the job. It was to be a uh, dishwasher at a pretty high-volume restaurant, kind of like an Outback Steakhouse kind of place. Okay. You know, and um, he it would have been a bad job for him. Could have done it. He, it's, yeah. I, I've worked in, in kitchens. It's too hard. I've been a dishwasher. I've, I've been, been dishwasher fired as too. a dishwasher. Really? Yeah. How do you get fired as a dishwasher? I didn't wash the dishes fast enough. Oh, well, that's. I, I was daydreaming. <laughs> I also took an hour-long lunch break during lunch rush. Oh, that's not ideal. Because I heard you get a lunch break when you have a job. <laughs> you didn't ask. You just left. I asked the bartender. He's like, I don't know, man. And I was like, good enough for me. <laughs> Sounds like a yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I washed the dishes at our. Cafe, cafeteria in college. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. And did you? And you? How long did you do that for? Uh, I wasn't fired, but uh, it, it's a little. Uh, it was a good humbling experience because I was playing basketball. So you think you're big stuff on campus, and then people hand you your dirty dishes. Hey, go wash this. Okay, thanks. Yeah, couldn't you have been like a uh, a waiter or a bartender or something? There was no waiters or bartenders on campus, and I needed an on campus, in and out. Did I have a car? My car I, car. I had cars off and on in various states of repair. I bought a car from a friend who crashed one for fifty dollars, so that gives you an idea of the quality of what I'm working with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't regret it. That was fun. That was fine. And I got a, one of my buddies a job, and so then then it was then it was fun. We're hanging out, just making fun of each other. Yeah, it's I mean, a high pressure thing. You got the chefs make you like cut stuff, and there's eggs to crack, and there's. Not in a cafeteria. Uh, well, in a restaurant there is. <laughs> Restaurants and different. And there's clean. There's mopping and there's cleaning, yeah. and then you just and you have to be so fast washing those dishes, and it's like, it's dirty hard work, and um, and yeah. you're wet the whole time. And you're wet. You're just soaked. I remember that you're wearing a apron, but you're and wet. there's a lot of communication involved. Yeah, that too. He can't just be in the corner doing it, washing dishes. It's like a lot of communication. You're uh. part of a team. Um, of uh, drug addicts and sex addicts, <laughs> and criminals. Come and, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it would have been. I was like, okay, if they think it can do it, you know. And ooh, I got actually a call from little JJ right this second. I don't know if I can put this in, but I missed him yesterday. I want to take this. Real take quick. it. What's up, buddy? Hi, JJ. JJ sitting on the couch with his arms folded, not looking at the camera. Did you have a good day today? Did you have a good day? Oh, he looked at the camera. Did you See. do anything fun? Did you go for a walk? Sees his dad. Is that a yeah? You look like you're a little bit tired today, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm coming to see you on Monday. Are you excited to see me? Me and your grandma are going to come. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Grandma's nice. coming. Yeah. Did you pick some blueberries today and blackberries in the bushes? Did 
You don't want to talk today. All right. I'll let you get on through your evening. I love you. Oops, I dropped my phone. Can I get a kiss? That's nice. I love you, son. I'll see you on Monday. Kiss Kirk back. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for calling. Honey, wave back to Bye, son. I love you. That's an insight into what goes on in the calls. Sometimes nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he called. He looks okay. He looks healthy. He looks healthy. He looks angry. Hey, he looks okay. He doesn't look angry. Yeah, he's got his arms crossed a little. Yeah. You know. He looks fine. He looks good. He's a busy man. Was he doing picking today? Blueberry picking? So in the summer in Sweden, there's a, there's a lot of wild uh, berries. Blueberries, blackberries, and lingonberries. I don't know. If, uh, I, think yeah. I think it's called lingon. Yeah. And uh, he, he goes out there with a vengeance and picks anything that's remotely uh, ripe. doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be that ripe. Mm-hmm. It can be a little green. It's uh, going it's down tart. the hatch. A little tart. Well, that's well, kind of good. It's on him. He knows, he knows yeah. what's up. Yeah. This is his first summer. And so one of the activities they'll do is they'll take him out to find some bushes, and he'll, he'll just he'll grind through those like a little bear, <laughs> like a little Swedish bear just grinding through the berries. So, but I think it's good for him. It's good for, you know, he's got some digestive issues. So anytime you get a little more fruit in there, a little more tart fruit, great. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about Peter. Oh, no, it's, um, it's good to have a little checkup. Yeah. Check-in. We still do our JJ. daily little call. Yeah. Yesterday. So, go ahead. Yesterday he went to the aquarium. I got a video. Maybe I'll post it on my, my Instagram stories of, of uh, him looking unimpressed at a, uh, at a, at a giant aquarium. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's like a little shark there or something. Yeah. Right. And, and he's uh, straight back to his phone watching his little videos. So. Yeah, that's more fun. Uh, but anyway, uh, he yeah, he looks good. And so your mom is coming. That's his, exciting. His aide wrote, uh, this is what we did today. He was not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time your mom saw him? Yeah, it's been a few years. It's been two years. So she tries to get out there every year, but with COVID, it's been complicated. But now they lifted the the, uh, the testing uh, uh, mandate coming mm-hmm. back to the States. So she's going to come do it. We're going to do a short trip. She doesn't, you know, has a hard time traveling longer. She's getting a little older. So yeah. I'm sure a little trip. We'll go out there for, for, the, for the week. It'll end up being three or four days on the ground, but uh, it takes a day to travel each way, blah, blah, blah. But it'll be good. That'll be great. Swedish summer is very nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Not I, humid. I bet you it's a lot like Canadian summer. Yeah. Yeah. We're at about the same altitude, uh, not altitude, same uh, latitude, latitude as uh, Anchorage. So it's like that. Oh, wow. It's warmer than Anchorage, isn't it? Must be. A little bit. I mean, I was at Anchorage last month. Anchorage is warm, too, in the summer. I mean, yeah. warm, you know, air quotes. It's like, I think it 70s during the day. I was there, yeah. I'm going back actually in September. I'm on a Holland ship for a few weeks and do two weeks in Alaska. So I'll let you know. That'll be good. Yeah, September should be cool. Yeah. What's Peter say about the job? Did he give you any feedback about uh, what he thought? Did he think, was he disappointed? Was he like, no, it doesn't matter. We'll find something better. Does he have a dream job he's thinking about? He doesn't want to do anything. Okay. He he, he wants to... um, yeah, he just, he, I guess he, he wants to go back to St. Anthony's, but he's realizing that he doesn't have enough hours. He's finally come around to that. So the good news about all this new job thing, the good stuff thing to come out of it is he wants to work again. I put the fear in him. I remember this. Saying that he's going to end up being homeless if he doesn't work. 
um, which is a lie. But he also realizes that you know he needs to he'll make more money if he works more, and that's kind of exciting to him. So he's like, I need something with six hours. That's what he said. Six hours a day, a week, a day, a day. But you know that that could be twice a week, three times a week. Right now, like his old job before the pandemic, he was only working uh, an hour, two hours a day, three times a week. It's not, he's not really making any money. It's just yeah. something to get him out of the house. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he still might get that back, I guess. I doubt it, but we'll see. Um, and he's, but he has moved on from that. He's like, I think I would rather have a different job that has me more hours so I can make more money. And he's excited about he's excited about that prospect. He definitely, you know, messed up that interview at Costco, <laughs> saying that he would no not weekends. he did not work weekends, and he's come around to working weekends. So, you know, I don't know. I guess uh, the job interview didn't go great. I guess, um, but I think that has more to do with fit than than his demands. Um, I still think that there was a chance during the interview that he, 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 he was like, I won't work on holidays. And that may have soured them, even though I told him not to say that, because he was kind of like, well, don't, they said I don't have to work on holidays, which means that he, that he brought it he up. brought it up, yeah. Because I've never been in an interview where they say that, you know, at a restaurant, that's just like, this is your shift. Right. You know, so, um, yeah, so we'll see. He did, before he had the job. It, he may he may have done some negotiation, <laughs> contract negotiation before he had the job. Pre-offer negotiation yeah. is never good. No, no. Wait but to get the offer. Honestly, I if it's just a regular dishwashing job, it's no good. I think I think it's gonna be too, it would be too much for him. He just needs a job where he could be alone, left to his own devices, with a little bit of interaction here or there. But mainly, it's like here's a pile, and you have to take care of this pile. This is how you do it. You can do that. Which on the surface, you think that's what dishwashing is, but it's not. Yeah, but there's not enough dishes. So they're, they're waiting for those dishes to yeah, to replate them. So if he, he backs it up, there's no dishes for the canoe stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he could do it fast enough, the dish part. I think that he could eventually do the dishwashing part enough, but the, being, being a dishwasher is not being a dishwasher. You know what he'd be good at it's dishwashing? Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like 60% of the job is dishwashing. The rest mm-hmm. is you are a... Uh, assistant for the kitchen bottom of the barrel assistant like bottom rung assistant so so it's a you have to be it's like kind of dynamic thing he'd have to do the dishwashing like at the end of the night when everybody's gone home and hey could you wash all these dishes ever we're not serving more customers i mean he would probably work like lighter shifts right morning shifts um yeah I don't know if we could find him like a mom and pop breakfast place or something where he showed up at 5 a.m. He lo- he would love to go to bed at 8 a.m. and wake up at 4. Go to bed at 8 a.m.? Yeah, he loves to. 8 p.m. Or 8 p.m. <laughs> he loves to go to bed at 8, 8, 8, 8.30 p.m. Uh, get up at 4. Get up at 4. Get the bus. Get the bus. Do the dishes. Oh, he also um, went bowling the other day, and then he mentioned that... He, he took the bus home. He got home at 11, which is late for him. And I was, in, I was happy that he went bowling with his group. But he said that when the girl, a girl got off the bus and mentioned to her friend that that guy was staring at me. 
Um, and he said he couldn't hear exactly what they were saying because it was through the glass, which I, I, so I feel like, I don't know. He was definitely on the bus, like staring at a woman and made her feel very uncomfortable. Public bus? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean private bus? I don't know if they're like an event where all these people go together to bowl all his him and his friends. No, 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 no. He takes the bus home. Got it. Um, so she didn't know. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, for somebody that, that that's in the program with him. Yeah. Yeah. She no no. This is just a regular person going home from her job or whatever. It's a regular, yeah. you know it's a city bus, and so he uh, yeah. And it's just how many times has that happened? And he mentioned he's like, well, I shouldn't sit beside them, which means he sits beside women. There'll be like nobody on the bus, and he'll sit beside them and like stare at them. That's not great. It's not great. It's bad. And so he knows it's bad, and I, you know, I'm telling him not to do it. He is harmless. He's just, it's, he's innocent in a way, but he's not. Yeah, and they don't know him. Yeah, they don't know he's harmless. Yeah, and he's a big guy. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's, I was going to say it's complicated. It's not complicated. He just can't do it. And I've, you know, explained to him that you can't do it he's like just a little look he's like you can't even do a little look man i know it's hard you can't do it it's difficult because like we're, we're, you know we all look we're all human beings some people are better at hiding it others he can't he, it's like he can't do what we all can do yeah so he can't do it at all you know so yeah it's tough yeah but from her point of view she's like i'm just trying to ride the bus bro <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not wrong, yeah. I'd be terrified. Yeah. It's 11 at night. There's probably only like 10, 15 people on this bus. And then it's like the, you know, I was going to sit beside them and it would be creepy. And enough that she said something to her friend. Yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't have caught it at all. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that I'm proud that he told me he knows it's um, a sticky situation. And usually some, sometimes he, he keeps those for me, <laughs> like the job interview that he screwed up by demanding no weekends at the for sure job. He was going to get at Costco, which would have been perfect. Stocking shelves. I don't work weekends. I don't, hey, I don't work weekends. Honestly, every day is the weekend for you if you're not working. So what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> listen, your whole life is a weekend. So, yeah. Yeah. I've been like, I've been running out of energy talking to him lately. The past month, I've been pretty bad. I think I've been really good for about three years, four years. Since he lost his job, I've been really good. It's been about two years now. You know, talking every day for 10, 15, 20 minutes. I try and last 20 minutes. I usually last about 15, 18. It's pretty good. My son lasts about 20 seconds with me. Well, I have the opposite problem with Yeah, we saw the interest level person. he has on my phone calls. My brother. <laughs> Arms crossed, leaning back. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, I, it's it's two sides of the coin. I got you videos. want more, I want less. Yeah, I've got videos to watch here, Dad. What do you, I just talked to you yesterday. Nothing's happened. I'm eating right. berries. Right. Right. <laughs> You're coming um, in the week. You told me that yesterday. I know. <laughs> I know. I'll see do, you when I see it. Do you think he knows from like PAX? I think he knows from the, the schedule that they put on the wall that this is so for um, for next week for the Monday they'll have my a picture of me 
my my head one of my headshots looking like a crazy person. <laughs> Finally, someone's looking at your headshot. <laughs> at least it's in color. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think they will get a pull picture of my mom off Facebook to have her picture too, like my grandma. But for me, every time, because I know I know they do that because sometimes when I'm scheduled to leave, like let's say I'm there on Thursday and I leave Friday, so on Friday my picture will be down. They've got a picture for every day. Like here's your worker. So seven Kirks in a you row. You fly all the way there, all the way there to leave, come Thursday and leave Friday. Just saying as an example. Okay. If I were be, if I'd been there already a week and okay. I'm leaving the next day, uh-huh. and they take my little picture down, he'll put it back up. Like you're not going anywhere. You're gonna be back here tomorrow. Ah. Uh... Yeah. So he does understand how that works. Because like if the picture's here, that means he's coming. Picture's there. He means he's going. And the picture's gone. He's going. Yeah. So they, today's what. Wednesday, so they've already put up Monday's picture, so he knows I'm coming on Monday. That's awesome, and he knows the week. Sort of, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know if he knows times breaking up in seven, but 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 yeah, he knows. You know, this is tomorrow. At least I don't know what he knows because he doesn't talk. It's so frustrating that not talking. Yeah. Yeah. Like today's conversation, you see, he's not super interested. He's leaning back, but when I go, give me a kiss, he gives me a kiss. See ya, bye, he waves. So then he's like, some things he clearly understands. And he knows I'm cutting into his TV time. <laughs> he did have that look. Yeah, like, Peter I and I videos to watch, Dad. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. All 22-year-olds make with their dad. Do you think that, you know, you said 22-year-olds don't want to talk to their dad. Do you think that it was better when, like, did he have more interest when he was not a... Between the ages of like, I feel like interest fourteen is and twenty-two, lower and lower, yeah. Interest is getting lower. Yeah. Uh huh. And I think it's tough. Video's tough. Where you're like, I'm not there in person. Because mm-hmm. if I was there, he'd want to wrestle. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing he's gonna want to do. He's gonna want to wrestle. Then he's gonna want to go through my bag to see what I brought. That's the order. That's great. What yeah. candy did you bring? How does that make you feel? Used. <laughs> good. Well, regular parent no, thing. Um, I can't get injured before I go. I know that. I better not have any neck stuff. Mm-hmm. I better not have any because he's going to want to wrestle. What's going to happen when you're 65? Well, hopefully he'll be over it because he'll be he'll be 45. <laughs> with 42, 43. You couldn't see from that angle, but he his hair is thinning, and it really. Does, I know I've said this before, but it really is funny. It really yeah, sparks your mortality when you feel like, yeah, my offspring is old. <laughs> yeah, I think my dad feels that way about my gray beard. He mentions it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Speaking of videos, Peter called me the, the other day, and he's like, well, I was just watching The Simpsons on my laptop. And he turned around the camera and we watched Simpsons together. Oh, nice. It was fun. I actually really enjoyed that. I was like, great. <laughs> you feel like I don't have to push Make, to cover conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hear the same story. Isn't again. there some apps that they use that you can watch the same show? The Hulu and some of these guys keep kind of advertising. Uh, there, I was rhetorical. There are. There's a couple. I wonder if you guys could do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. So you can pause at the same time. You start at the same time. You're, you're kind of watching it together, quote unquote. That's a good idea. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Even if you had it kind of running in the background, if it's mm-hmm. a show you like, like if it's Simpsons and you've seen the episode, you know where it's going. You can watch it. You can also kind of like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's a good idea. Well, Kirk, should we read an article? 
We've got articles in the news. Spark the news uh, music that we no longer use. This was news break. And that's why we fired somebody because Graham can sub in. That's right. MSNBC uh, fired our intern. Had a <laughs> Rick non-existent uh, intern. Rick. This is in uh, MSNBC. Two races in New York capture how autism in politics is changing. That's a very long article. I'm going to read the beginning and the end. Vaccine. Where, it's on M, where is it? MSNBC. Okay. The vaccine panic of the past prevented the public from seeing increased autism diagnosis as public policy success. Republican Carol Maloney, running for the New York's 12th Congressional District, has come under intense scrutiny for previously suggesting that vaccines may cause autism. New York State, New York, New York State Assembly member Yoon Line. Neo, N-I-O-U. New? I don't know. We're going to go with new. Running for the New York's 10th Congressional District is looking to become the first openly autistic member for Congress. Yahoo! Okay. Okay, and it starts with the same thing again. Here we go. Supreme editing. Yeah. Maloney has previously represented the fear-based and medicalized model of autism which sees the disability as a social problem by the way this is an opinion piece mm-hmm. which sees a social problem to be solved whereas new uh wants to include autistic voices in politics when asked in a e- recent interview about her past comments le- linking autism to vaccines <clears throat> excuse me maloney said i regret any statement i have made asking questions about vaccine she downplayed her past positions with the claim that there were two bills that I co-sponsored that studied them, and I regret asking to study vaccines. But Maloney did more than that. In 2007, she sponsored legislation to compel the Secretary of Health and Human Services to compare total health outcomes, including the risk of autism, between vaccinated and unvaccinated populations as a way to determine whether vaccines or vaccine components play a role in the development of autism spectrum or other disorders. Now, this is me, and I know you and I, Graham, are a little bit... I feel like we're both pretty towards the middle, honestly, but I'm a little more towards the right and you're a little more towards the left. But I don't have a huge problem with having a study with helps determine whether vaccines or vaccine components play a role in development autism. I mean, look into it. And if the answer is no, then the answer is no. It's not, I don't think it's insane to, because the prevalence of autism and the diagnosis happens around the same time as the vaccine. So I don't think people are crazy for going, does this connect yes, it at all? Yes, but they have done that. Right, so, but she sponsored a bill to do that in 2007. So that okay. was 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in 15 years, the science has been pretty clear. Mm-hmm. And so now the issue is resolved. I don't know how resolved it was 20 years ago, 15 years. Anyway, so that's just my opinion. I know I'm more on the right. I get that. Anyway, in 2008, she appeared at a rally with a former Playboy model and anti-vax crank. So this is a opinion piece, but I don't disagree. Jenny McCarthy for greener vaccines. The top of that during a 2012 congressional hearing. While talking about increase in autism diagnosis, she said, and I don't want to hear that we've been better detection. We've had we've had better detection, but detection would not account for one in ten thousand to one in the eighty eighth. There's a huge, huge jump. So you know, like on this too, I think there has been an increase. I and mean, I mean we've had Jill Escher on this. She talks about this too, that there's clearly an increase in I mentioned Jill because she's more of a science background than I do. There's clearly clearly been an increase in autism. I'm not saying it's vaccine-related, but some, we're doing something, whether it's a water or something. Anyway, could even be as simple as lead. I heard a very interesting podcast about lead. 
the, the explosion of lead that happened in our society since leaded gasoline became a thing. Yeah, it's been banned for 20 years, but the lead's still present. Anyway, that's, again, an editorial on Kirk. Grant does not represent this podcast or Graham's opinion. Had Maloney read any of the literature in the increased... Okay, yes, so she's she was off on this stuff. Okay, great. Now let's go over to the other girl, the other lady. In my books, this, lady's, this person's plugging their book. Okay. Here we go. Now to the other, the other lady. Like many women and people of color, she was diagnosed, and I think this lady's Asian, looks like, based on her name uh, uh, and picture. She was, she was diagnosed with autism as an adult, but there were always indicators that she was autistic. For example, how the media coverage of autism has changed is that you spoke about being autistic with my friend and fellow autistic journalist, Sarah Lutterman. Like many people her age, she said she has been shaped by being autistic. These two approaches to autism from one woman who has been in Congress for nearly 30 years versus a would-be member of Congress who could not be starker. Maloney's comments show that she and her other anti-vaxxers sought to blame immunization for autism because autism itself was a problem. Conversely, Nguyen's existence in public life shows how giving autistic people access to society not only allows them to live better lives, but to shape the policies that affect them. That's it, Graham. I jumped through a big chunk in the middle about Maloney's um, uh, stances, and I'm not political. I'm not advocating voting for her or not voting for her. I don't. But we're just like you are. we're just talking about. Well, the thing that I, that I like about this is I do think it's important to to increase the number of voices with autism in uh, society and pub and, and the public, just to make sure that there's a well represented group that can. I've always said that people that can advocate for themselves, I, I, you know, I want them to advocate for themselves. It's, it's people like my son who can't that need the extra help. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's good to have them more, uh, more on the forefront and show that their that neurodiversity is good. Um, I think that she until they take it a step too far that then you know I'd like my son to be able to hold a job. But yeah, that's a conversation we have with Jill many times on here about neurodiversity. But yeah. I agree with Jill on that one. Yeah. The, not all neurodiversity is good. You know, there's nothing wrong with trying to help people like my son. <laughs> yeah. No, there's nothing wrong now. I don't understand. Well, sometimes people say there's nothing wrong with your son. He's just neurodiverse. And so, Who says that? He that's can't the talk. whole neurodiverse. Like, that's that, that. Remember we had Jill on and she talked about that book and how that guy advocated that and how she stood against that? Because they're basically saying there's nothing wrong. We shouldn't look at any cures for autism because... They're just neurodiverse, and that's just great, and that's how God made them, and they don't believe in God, but that's just how they are. But I'm saying there's a difference. There's there's this whole spectrum. So there's some people that are neurodiverse in the sense of, like, Bill Gates or Elon Musk and these guys who can hold jobs. And then there's really neurodiverse, like my son, which I love, who I love very much. Yeah, I'm just saying that there is there is a percentage of the spectrum that uh, can help push society I agree. forward uh, evolve society and there's a percentage of the population with autism that still needs parents as advocates because they yeah. don't have their own voice that's right they literally can't speak for themselves 100 i mean uh, i mean yeah, yeah. i just want to make that clear i think probably 99 out of our 100 listeners would agree with you on there maybe all of them um did we do another episode we did it Guys, I am uh, back uh, in Sweden this next week. If you're uh, around in Sundsvall and want to have a cup of coffee with JJ and me and watch him cross his arms and be disappointed in, in my banter, 
Uh, We're like, all disappointed in your banter. Well, everybody in their 20s is disappointed in the old man's banter. Mm-hmm. But uh, come down to Big Boy's Hamburger Shop and have a hamburger with us. That'd be great. Uh, after that, I am on the Westerdam in Holland, America, in Alaska for two weeks. And then I am back in good old New York City. Nice. It's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, and I'm in Albuquerque, end of the month. Two casinos. Go see my daughter. And if you are at the Route 66, I want to say, and something like that into the gods that's uh that sounds weird but i think i think that's the name of the casino not to brag uh sounds good yeah graham what's tell us about oh, your oh i'm glad schedule. you asked in october i'm gonna be at the comedy fort in fort collins colorado uh october 7 and 8 i'm also gonna be at the denver comedy lounge october 14 and 15 so if you live in Colorado, come see me, baby. Folks, I forgot to mention that I am going to be releasing my latest comedy special on my YouTube page at the end of September. So you better subscribe now to my YouTube page. How do you do that? Well, it's at youtube.com slash Graham K Comedy. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube page now so you're all set. Thanks very much. Appreciate the support, guys. That's it, guys. Have a great week. You can do it.